Well, on this Father's Day, I'm reminded that my dad was pretty firm in what he believed, and he sought to give me the tools that I would need for life. Now, even though my super dad has been gone now for over 10 years, I'm going to share with you a very recent experience of what I'm referring to here, specifically about how my dad not only taught me for years, but still gives me tools to this day. Of course, learning from my dad about life began many years ago, which I'll tell you I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in this sermon. But recently it began with Wendy having a flat tire on her bicycle. Well, it was early in the morning. It was about 4.45 a.m. or so, and we were gearing up. We were in the driveway. We were getting ready to go for our morning bicycle ride. Well, I'd forgotten that Wendy's in the habit of inspecting her tires, She has her tires there, she takes her hand and she just very lightly runs her, her, the palm of her hand around her tire and uh, each one of them, often pulling out rocks and thorns and tiny chunks of glass and the like from her tire tread. So there we are, early in the morning, out in the driveway, crack of dawn, ready to go. Long story short, because this story could be long, Wendy pulled out a thorn. You know, a goat head? She pulled out a goat head from her front tire. (laughs) After a few seconds, she had a very flat front tire. And you guessed it, our morning ride came to a screeching halt. Nope, our ride didn't happen that day. Instead, a couple hours later, I went to the local bike shop in Yuma and I bought two heavy-duty inner tubes and spent a few hours working on her bike that morning, repairing the flat, not only repairing the flat and putting in a new inner tube, but I also changed out the inner tube in her other tire. That way I could make sure that I had real thick, heavy-duty inner tubes in both of her tires. A complete bike repair was successful. Now, you might be wondering, all right, where does my dad come into this story? Well, my dad is the one who taught me how to use tools. He taught me that there's always more than one way to repair things. My dad, bless his heart, he taught me to persevere and to keep focused and to be willing to complete the job. Mind you, I have a very detailed three-ring binder, a very technical guidebook for repairing bikes, which I, by the way, I pull it out and I read it once in a while. But it was what I learned from my dad that helped me and continues to help me not only repair Wendy's bike, but repair my bicycle and do other repairs around the house. My dad teaching me to be work-wise around a job how to use tools. Yep, it was according to my dad, to this day, doing a, doing a repair job, I do it according to my dad. So on this Father's Day, what meaningful scripture text might offer a sound teaching, perhaps bring about some creative insight, and leave us, not only for today, but for this week, leave us with a worthwhile challenge. I share with you today from one of the Apostle Paul's letters that he wrote to Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4 In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, 
who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. So ends the reading from Second Timothy chapter 4 today. Well, while we're talking about the Bible and while we're referring to Scripture here, let me share with you just a couple of what I would call scholarly notes, you might say. Uh, many of these, of course, are coming to us from the Enduring Word commentary. Speaking of Timothy, to whom this letter is directed, the book of Acts tells us that Timothy came from Lystra, which is a city in the province of Galatia. Galatia, of course, was one of those areas where Paul spent quite a lot of time in that area of Asia Minor, uh, especially in the earlier years of his ministry. He was the son of a Greek father and a Jewish mother named Eunice. You might remember the Apostle Paul actually mentions Eunice later in his letters to Timothy. Now, Timothy's mother and grandmother taught him the scriptures from the time of Timothy's use. Now, in our day and age, we would say that Timothy was raised in a good Christian home. And in this case, he was raised in a home and he was taught the scriptures that, that were, were, were shared with all those who followed Jesus or who were seeking to follow Jesus as well. People have asked several times, what would be the main focus of Paul's message here? The Apostle Paul and what he believed were probably his final words to young Timothy. He shared words of wisdom, direction, genuine concern, and probably most importantly, he shared with Timothy here, and ultimately with us, a firm charge to stay faithful to God. You know, Paul regarded Timothy as a true son in the faith. Paul could consider him a true follower and student in the faith because Paul no doubt led him and his mother and his whole family to faith in Jesus on Paul's first missionary journey, which, by the way, is recorded recorded in Acts right around chapter 14 to 15. This is also expressed this also expresses Paul's confidence in Timothy's integrity and his faithfulness to the truth. Finally, Paul no doubt left Timothy in charge of affairs at Ephesus as his own 
personal representative. You might remember that Ephesus was one of Paul's favorite places to be, and there were a lot of people there that were very special to Paul. He knew he knew that Timothy had a difficult job to carry out, so he hoped that this letter and the instruction that this letter offers and the careful directions and encouragements within this letter would both equip and encourage Timothy in the task of continuing the work of the gospel. So as we're thinking about the teaching of this epistle and the teaching that it offers us today, you might remember that Paul's letters to Timothy are still to this day referred to directly when it's time to teach, lead, and instruct today's church leaders in the gifts, graces, and talents that God requires of them. So as we celebrate and observe another Father's Day, I'm reminded of the most recent United Methodist uh, change of the guard, you might even say, this last annual conference, which by the way was last week, there were 10 to 12 pastors who retired, myself being one of them. Also this year, four to five new pastors came in to the conference to pick up the torch and to continue on in their respective ministry settings. So carrying things on, remembering the places we've come from, is is yet another dimension of celebrating the care and the wisdom of our mentors and those who, who, who are fathers and leaders among us still to this day. Well, what more can we say about fathers and father figures who pass on wisdom, advice, and rather, you might even say, creative ways to do things? Well, let me wrap up the message today with just a couple more quick memories about my dad. You know, I'll never forget... Uh, There were a couple of summers when my dad used to take me to work with him. My dad was a steel construction superintendent, and by far, most of the buildings that he worked on were the large factory-type buildings, which were usually out of town anyway. So, early in the morning, he would pack my lunch along with his lunch, which I thought was really cool. He'd load up my bike on the back of his work truck, And the two of us would be off to the construction site until early evening when we finally made it home. Trips like this were some of the best times of my life as a kid. Hanging around with my dad, eating what he ate, hanging around the guys that he worked with. You know, it couldn't get much cooler than that. Well, certainly in my mind and in my life, my dad was a great guy. He was a great guy for me. He was a hard worker, and he taught me a lot. But for many people, my dad was also a real pill. As a matter of fact, he was a pretty ornery guy most of the time. But another thing that I learned from him still drives Wendy nuts to this day, and she knows what it is. It's the dreaded, I need a screw to repair something, so I'm going around the house looking for it, repair job. How does that go? It goes something like this. We need a screw. I go out to the garage. I go to my area where I've got these small containers of screws and bolts. I weed all the way through them. I pour them out, you know, on the the table there. I don't have the size screw that I need. So what do I do? I learned this from my dad. I start walking around the property inside and out. And I look for an apparatus that's got a screw in it. And I look for the screw that's the right size and the right type of screw that I need. Then I grab a screwdriver and I take it out of where it's at. 
and then I put it in the area that needs to be repaired. No problem, right? Wrong. You see, I rarely replace the screw that I borrow. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> we all have these things that we still do, according to our dad. Finally, what could we say today that would bring a richer awareness of God's blessings upon all fathers, especially on this day? I want to back up and I just want to say, dads, fathers, thank you so much. Because in this unprecedented, crazy time, I've had conversations with many of you over the last several months. You've had to be, be at least four to five people in a 24-hour day. Your roles have been one as father, husband, best friend, neighbor, teacher, brother, employee, community member, guide, comforter, director. Yeah, so many roles. Some of you I know have struggled trying to figure out exactly which hat you were wearing from day to day and even from moment to moment. You know, any day is a great day to say thank you, dads. But especially on this Father's Day, let's join our hearts and say thank you, God, for all the dedicated support that our fathers give to all in need of gentle, firm, loving, comforting guidance. Yes, my dad was firm in what he believed, and he sought to give me the tools that I would need for life, and I still use those tools to this day. And some of those tools I carry around daily, often not even realizing it, are many of the sayings and the adages that are still a part of my everyday vocabulary. And I know that many of you have heard these say, do it right or don't do it at all. I got that from my dad. But, he would say, we live in the real world. And he'd usually say that when somebody was saying something quite unrealistic. Or he'd say to me, don't force it, get a bigger beater. And that, of course, would be when I'd be in the middle of a repair and I couldn't get it to work. He'd say, don't force it. And then when he would share with me what his dad taught me, what taught him, he would say, well, when I grew up, when I grew up, my dad would do, or my dad would say this. Living according to his dad was something that my dad did as well. Yes, these words of wisdom and the lessons that we've all been taught will not only go with us wherever we go, but they'll continue to guide our, our way of thinking, our way of acting, our way of living. Finally, as we continue to move into the future, looking for vision, looking for leaders, God's plan and purpose for us, and our role on this journey, let's make note of the qualities and the core values that our fathers have taught us, that those values that they've instilled in us, those values that have brought us this far, faith in God's enduring presence, knowledge, truth, wisdom, an encouraging spirit, a spirit of not only receiving encouragement, but of being an encourager and a willingness to face challenges, challenges that continue to keep us ready for what God is bringing our way. Thank you, Dad. 
Thank you for your teaching. Thanks for your dedication. Thank you for always being there. Thanks for always including me. I'll always love you, Dad. And it's all these things that we offer to God our Father and Dad of us all. Amen.